and welcome to Stripped. My name is Isabel Lord, and I'm here with my fantabulous co-host, Emma Francois. Hi. Um, and we have some other guests in the... Fantabulous guests. Other fantabulous guests present. Would you like to introduce yourselves? I'm Jennifer Francois. I am Emma's mom. I'm Christina Hogue. I'm Isabel's mom. <laughs> we have our moms here. <laughs> I'm so excited. We've been planning this for so long. For so long. My mom's like a lot of convincing. Sorry. She's a little nervous. <laughs> um, mom, My do mom. you listen yep. to the strips? I can't say I listen regularly, but I will tell you a funny story. The first time um, that we felt inclined to listen. Um, <laughs> we were sitting up in bed. It was like 11 o'clock at night and um, very first time ever listening. And we realized right away we needed to save it for later. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which episode was it? I think it had something to do with dressing for a date or something like that. <laughs> who listened to it, I think most recently, yeah. on our last episode, um, we had Kayla and Katie on, and was it Katie's dad listened, and it was on Intimacy Directors, but he was like, who's this Kayla person, <laughs> <laughs> and what is she doing with your life, because she was her, you know, like, That's friend, funny. Yeah, yeah. relationship counselor, yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we talk about you guys a lot on the podcast. Yes. I think I think that was right. I think I I did hear like that's when then I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't be listening because yeah, you know, you were talking about like wearing each other's clothes and borrowing clothes and things. That was what for a long time too. That was one of our, I think, our personal favorite episodes, and we had our other roommate Anna on, and we talked about wearing our mother our mother's clothing um, because it constitutes a lot of our wardrobes. Um, and so with that, did you guys, when you guys were growing up, did you wear your mom's clothing? How did you view your mom's styles? Does anyone want to dive in? Well, I can say something to that. Um, my mom came over, um, to the U.S. from England, not especially long before I was born. And so they were, my parents were starting out with not very much money and my mom was sewing her own clothing. Mm -hmm. And I think that combination of being... Um, having your foreign influences and then being excited to have new influences. Um, she sewed amazing things, which we still have luckily, but they weren't anything like what my friend's parents were wearing. And so, you know, I kind of reflect on her style as extremely cool, but a little embarrassing. Mm. But I wish I um, <laughs> not had the embarrassing part because that was silly, of course. Um, she wore like, um, Actually, she was wearing fabrics by um, Mary Mecco. Mm. Oh, cool. You know, that wasn't probably mainstream. Um, And sewing her own stuff. Um, But, um, so I never borrowed my mom's stuff. My mom's a tall lady, and I'm 
tall, but not that tall. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, um, but then she also made our clothing, and so we didn't really have any choices, and we still also didn't really have that much money. And I think, um, he, yeah, I, w- I was thinking when you asked the question, like, man, I really had terrible clothes. Um, I didn't neither borrow nor shared because I didn't have good sharing clothing. Um, I think you really can do your fashion style on a budget. I just didn't know how to. Mm. So I would say I had terrible clothing because I had a terrible budget, but it doesn't have to be like that anyway. Right. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Mel? I did not borrow my mom's clothing. I did borrow my dad's clothing. Oh. <coughs> um, and I did do, when I was in college, a lot of thrift store shopping and things like that. Um, and But I do remember hitting my dad up, begging him for money so I could buy a pair of Guess jeans. Nice. Nice. Cool. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. They had some, like, leather trim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were pretty happening. So Grandpa funded your fashion? You know, it's interesting. He did. Well, because, you know, my mother and I didn't get along really well for a lot of my youth and she'd lose patience and so my dad would take me shopping and he was kind of a sucker sometimes (laughs) for that like I could get more you know except he refused to buy me a winter coat that red coat that you have he refused to buy that but then my mom went out and got it for me so interesting so every once in a while but I was the kid in like we moved from New England to North Carolina, everybody was wearing wide whales and, you know, preppy stuff, and I was in tough skins and, you know, whatever. This, you know, so there was a big chunk of my youth there. I (laughs) (laughs) You were, like, sticking out like a sore thumb. (laughs) There's the Yankee. (laughs) I'll never forget my mother when we first moved. We, I started a new school. And my mother insisted I wore a dress, wear a dress on my first day of school. And Mm. nobody, I was like, it was like, no, I was like way overdressed. Like not just a little, but I was like (laughs) out there. It was like Polly Hobby coming to me. It was the worst. (laughs) Oh, what was like a favorite outfit you had using a piece of clothing from your dad? Oh, well, he had a really nice uh, dark blue Lacoste shirt that I think I actually still have, you know, um, that I really like to wear with whatever. Mm -hmm. And he also had a yellow, like not a pretty yellow, but (laughs) a capital Y yellow. (laughs) Yeah, like a turtleneck low neck turtleneck like a mock neck nice just like a long this like a sweater yeah but it was not actually of natural fiber (laughs) it's not of that kind (laughs) of sweater right oh yeah but it was pretty you know i don't know how i ended up with it i think maybe he outgrew it yeah you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) right so with your mom like kind of making your clothes and you not having That's that much cool. of a say, mm-hmm. which is yeah, it's super cool. It's really cool. Why don't mom. you make my clothes? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I have that kind? Why 
today as I I'm going to be a fashion up. designer. <laughs> Remember those sewing classes I paid for? Um, but how do you feel Relatable. like, how do you think you found your personal style, like, after that? Or, like, before, how did that? Um, I think my, um, I actually think my mother's aesthetic has influenced me, even if, I thought I might be rejecting it. She liked bold colors, um, and I also like a lot of color. Um, I tend to go for things with a botanical theme, which I can also kind of credit my mom for because she was also a gardener and an artist, a painter. Um, so, yeah, she wore a lot of prints. She did and, like, wear a lot about of prints. And you are currently wearing a tiger and flower True. print blouse. I would also like to point out that Emma, my daughter, <laughs> is wearing a bird patterned dress. So obviously wow. there's <laughs> some degree you there. You guys are both wearing white. Wow. Wow. Oh look, look at that. Look at that oh, oh pattern. Gosh. That's crazy. Wearing, what is that called? It's, it's like a dotted You know like when you have a sweater that has a lot of holes <laughs> on it? It's like that but intentional. <laughs> The other funny thing with my mom sewing is that we were all very bitter that we had to have our clothes sewn. Um, and she sewed well. So, you know, again, in hindsight, that's unfortunate. But I kind of had decided I am not going to sew my clothing or sew my children's clothing. Like, you know, I'm, that's going to be a benchmark for me. I'm going to... Um, but we did all learn to sew because when I was in college, I needed formals, and I knew I needed a formal ahead of the school year, so I had all summer to sew the formal, and still at that point, I didn't feel personally I could afford to go to Bloomingdale's and buy myself a right. formal dress, so actually, I'm grateful that I know how to sew, and that actually you can um, think outside the box, like maybe you're shopping and something's a good deal if you could just change the waste a little bit or take in the mm -hmm. something or other actually that's how isabel shops for it sure was, mm -hmm. yeah it's that's actually very resourceful <laughs> oh no you're very that's like very new inventive no like you can look at a piece of clothing and like see Find how you can make it better buy it. no <laughs> I sent you in the New York Times about the ladies like that's basically their whole fashion line is just mm. basically piecing together things mm -hmm. and it's you very, know like reformation that's like avant garde like they're but they're out of they're in Berlin or something and they're just like uh, yeah crazy so you know yeah. I know the it's all over. on the cutting edge right there and Linnea also yeah. your your sister and your daughter. <laughs> Is, is quite the seamstress. Yeah, actually. She, we just had a big party for my mother who turned 80 last weekend. And Linnea had a cute outfit on, and I was really busy getting ready for this party. So I was kind of vaguely thinking to myself, that's kind of weird. I don't remember that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day she said, did you like my skirt? Like, I loved your skirt. I just don't remember. I was feeling so terrible, like I have already memory issues or something I feel like yeah. I don't remember buying that with you she goes no it was Emma's dress Emma told me it was okay to take <laughs> the <laughs> it was that black That's so sweet. that black dress it, it was sleeveless and um oh you're proud of this oh I do now I do. <laughs> <laughs> she'd been talking about doing something to it she yeah. just simply took Linnea the box off. Linnea texted me and she was like there's a black uh, little black dress in your closet do you need it 
And I was like, well, like, I feel like, do you need the little black dress hanging? Like, probably, yes, yeah, I right. do need that. And I was like, why? And she's like, well, works. I have an idea. And I was like, what? She was, like, very hesitant to be like, I'm going to cut it up and make it into a skirt. <laughs> she did. And then she made a very compelling argument about why her needs were greater than mine. Um, <laughs> and I bought it and gave it to her. Wow, but Linnea's really, really good. We She does all of her tailoring. Any whole... She can patch it up so quickly, and she charges us five dollars. Yeah, I'm more than willing to employ her. I, yeah, see, but I'm not smart at her no. though. I'm sorry. Wow. Like, I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> you so I was looking you were sewing <laughs> that dress the other day, tailoring. Yeah. I was. You know what I was doing? I like to call it the suture stitch because oh, yeah. I learned it at med camp, and yeah. I yeah. sewed it. I got to sew a suture. Take us in another direction. Yeah, we have so many questions. Wow. I have so many juicy questions. Buckle up, pump yeah. everybody. Yes. Do you have a juicy question ready? Well, no, what, what were you going to say? I was say? just going to talk about how your styles evolved from, like, these years of when you were, like, you know, not buying clothes for yourself or, like, begging mm. grandpa for this great pair of guest jeans. I think I was a 50-50. Now I think I, think I had to contribute. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't even, he wasn't full on board yeah, with yeah, that? Yeah, I think that's for now. <laughs> you're, you're suffering, too. Um, but how has your style, like, changed <laughs> from that? Or, like, your your shopping approach? How you've dressed yourself? Well, one thing I can say immediately to the shopping approach is that twice I showed up to a wedding wearing the same dress as somebody else from a store that we all shop at, like, Ann Taylor. Ann Taylor. <laughs> and the lesson I learned there is, on those kinds of occasions, don't shop. You mm. know, so, so either... You go up in price because then you're shopping where other people are not probably shopping where you go the other direction and you go to the thrift store and you get something really cool or something that came out five years ago and is still really attractive and and that's how you avoid that problem right. so that is one thing that has changed it's intentional i think going back to my setup of how fashion came about for me and when i was starting to shop it Banana Republic, Antilla, etc. I was kind of excited about that until I realized how much I blended in. And then I realized that's also not the answer necessarily. And there's other possibilities. Right. Mm. Mm. Interesting. What about you, Mom? Well, I think that I was traumatized by my youth. <laughs> <laughs> not good, the first time that's been entry. said on stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... <laughs> look to buy things you know super markdown I still like to do that at more conventional stores um, but to try to uh, you know really think about how it fits is it something you know I think the lot about fashion is some of the some of these things are really beautifully made mm -hmm. but when you put them on you're like this was not meant for my body this yeah. is whatever yeah. you know mm -hmm. it's just not mm -hmm. <laughs> just you know so and that and that and that can sometimes be a lifesaver right because you see something you love but you you're not sure you want to spring for it and you try, you know, try it on dodge the bullet yeah that decision <laughs> was made for me that, yeah um but um I do 
think that I have, you know, I'm a little bit probably more conservative, except for going for like the special occasion dresses where I have a collection. I brought all of them with me. <laughs> They're all <laughs> on campus. <laughs> exactly. There's a fire in the hotel. I'm done. That's it. Um, but the other thing about that is it, it, that only works if you stay the same size. And that is also something that hasn't necessarily happened over the course of time. So, when do you think you purchased most of your, like, if you, if this mm. is accurate, when do you think you purchased most of your, you know, like, regular dresses or, you know, like these statement pieces or like the pieces that you keep in your closet for these events? You know, like, was there like a specific point in your life where you're like, you know, suddenly you need all of these dresses for all the weddings you're going to, or... No, I try to get, like, one. If if I see something I really like, I'll stock it for a while mm-hmm. and try to get, like, one or two a year. Mm-hmm. The problem is that I, I've ended up with a lot of clothes that work from fall to yeah. you know, right? And then <laughs> fall summer. Winter. Yeah, and then summer, I'm like... Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. That's my strategy. Yeah. Well, I found that um, I, I love dresses. I think the reason why I love dresses is because actually I'm not that good at fashion. And so a dress is like a all one piece. I don't have mm. to think about it. Really, so yeah. a really great dress to me is like, yay, someone mm-hmm. else did all the thinking. <laughs> 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 it. But, um, and, and again, you know, I'm attracted to the, the floral that lends itself to dresses. But in any case, um, I... So I think I went through a collection phase and I didn't even know I was doing that, but I had a function, I'd buy a dress for it, thinking this is practical, I'll wear it again in the future, but then the next function would come, I'd buy a dress for it. Mm. Oh, well, I'll wear it. Now I have to say, I do not have to go buy a dress. And and it's- She does not have to go <laughs> buy a dress. I, so um, dresses. I'm kind of well set up, but it's a funny situation. And, and um, you know, also with shoes, I, I love the fact that I now have shoes. When I used to watch Sex in the City years ago when it was you know coming out every week or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> watching it live, if you will, um, oh, man, I envied those shoes. And I just couldn't imagine how I would ever end up in the same place with all the shoes. But I, the point is that I've s- saved and collected. I haven't gotten rid of stuff mm. is really the point. Well, right. And I'm 50. Right. <laughs> so you don't have a collection when you're 20 something (laughs) you know what I'm saying but maybe that's a nice thing about being this age I don't know Mm -hmm. you can save your stuff and you can also modify it and and some of the stuff you got like years ago like now has like a whole new character because now it's like edgy of a different way or like Mm -hmm. I think actually are you not wearing something of mine this weekend I am wearing what where did you get that or like what was it for that remember? was for an anniversary dinner. Hmm. Like, I want to say, like, 10th oh. wedding anniversary. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Can I, you I would say, it? like, yeah. um, not that uh, fashion is and isn't timeless, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's an old dress. Yeah. So but you think you got it in the, I'm trying to do math right uh, now, and about, I can't do it. About 20 years ago. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's, like, a very, like, pale pink, almost like nude colored, kind of like ethereal, like 
kind of like a slip dress, but then it has like layers on the bottom. Mm-hmm. I did not describe that. It's well. very. Um, it's got you know kind of like the triangular top part, and mm-hmm. then there's like right under the chest area, there's like a band, and then it kind of flows it's out, pretty. and yeah. it's like probably like knee length. Yeah, it's got kind of like a lacy under. It's very trim. like. Um, not prairie, but it makes me think of like a yeah. field in bloom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost as delicate yeah, really as it is. I feel like you could almost wear it with cowboy boots. Yeah, you could. Yeah. It's like yeah. a little country. It's like yeah. I always just like feel like a fairy. Yeah. And when I wear it, I'll say it. Yeah. And I'm like, today I'm a fairy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that um, one kind of funny thing about me, as much as I wanted to um, fit in and be able to go shopping like other people did and stuff like that. At the same time, once everyone's wearing a certain thing, like for me, maybe Crocs is an example of this, or there's tons of examples. As soon as it seems mainstream, I go the other direction. Mm-hmm. So I you run away. I run away, and I didn't. So I consequently, my wardrobe isn't rooted in things that are, um, oh, that's clearly '80s or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, on the other hand, I will say um, we were supposed to go to a disco. And um, when we traveled to India, okay, now I regret that I don't have (laughs) (laughs) all the stuff that really was um, fashionable at the time because then when you need it, right? So, anyway, so she asked to borrow one of my pair of uh, yes, it's true. That's fantastic. Oh, I want to see, yeah, it's cool to hear, like, because I feel like I can see, like, how like you get some of your sense, like, Mm -hmm. from your mom, and like when you were talking about like running away from. Like, yeah, we're so counterculture <laughs> in our approach to dress. Yeah, mom, do you feel like you buy um, on trend, off trend? Is it intentional when you're shopping? No, I, t- I don't really pay attention to what pe- other people are wearing. Mm-hmm. I don't really, and um, yeah. I just try to think about whether or not I like how it looks on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when you're, I don't know. <laughs> no. how do I look? I feel like that's how <laughs> dressing works. Yeah, yeah, I think it's because you have style. Yeah. And I think like that's, I think like people who have style, like that's what they focus on. It's yeah. like themselves. When you're shopping, like what do you like look for in an article of clothing? Is there anything in particular like you're like, you like your shirts like a little boxier or like do you like things that are like you know, more distressed, or is there any sort of, like, energy, like, style <laughs> energy that you are putting in? No, it's so funny, like, when you say, I don't, you, we used to have this thing, Filings Basement, right, mm-hmm. and there was a time when that was where you could get really, really nice stuff that hadn't sold at, for whatever reason, and you would go down into this basement and it would be marked down, but if you waited longer, it would be even mm-hmm. more marked down. And but it was racks and racks and they put all the really nice stuff in one section. And it's like, you go, we go down there and, and, and I feel the same way now. Like you just kind of finger through things and whatever, I'm you know, you yeah, whatever you're sort of weirdly drawn to for whatever reason, whether it's because of, you know, it looks like it's well made or the fabric is pretty or it's a cool color that you know you might not see mm-hmm. um rather than looking for anything any, any like any thing, like singular like good, yeah right like you know there are people who look for just black or grays or i'm just neutral right. or right you know but for a while i was like 
oh, everybody's wearing a black dress. I'm not going to wear a black dress. Mm. That, I will mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. But now I've realized I've got quite a black dresses in my <laughs> closet. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Yeah, this is all I want. would love to know from the moms mm-hmm. how, like, you guys would characterize our respective, like, style transformations through the years. Particularly from, like, when, like, obviously not from when we're, like, five onwards, <laughs> but maybe, like, 16 when onwards. When there's some, like, autonomy. Which I guess is the... only, like, five years. Ooh, 13 like, maybe? Weird. No. Anyways, Wait, whenever no, 13, you go... When I was 13, I was wearing, like, cargo shorts and, like, no. Let's do 16 onwards. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have to go there. Do <laughs> you? Well, first. I don't remember when you were thirteen that you were um, interested necessarily or cared that much. Interesting. And I think that's why I got away with the cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, so going to sixteen, um, yeah, I mean, at some point, you distinctly had an interest in in fashion not just clothing fashion but if you recall um you started subscribing to l decor when you were like i think it was like 13 13, actually yeah Yeah. so you started showing a kind of like a um fashion artist um color design design yes design interest pretty early on and I don't think I'm very good at shopping, so I was more than happy once you were old enough to go, and when you start doing your own shopping is really when you get to express yourself, mm-hmm. right? It's not when, I mean, your mom can shop with you and, mm-hmm. and let you pick, but, you know, I think I was shopping for you, kind of, until you were shopping for yourself and picking for yourself, and I think that's when I started seeing that you also are not a person to necessarily follow. You're not shopping to find the thing everyone else is wearing, mm-hmm. I would say. And I think also, like me, you're looking for something that has some character for some reason. It could be the fabric or or a feature or a shape or, or something mm-hmm. like that. I think that mm-hmm. would summarize that. Mm-hmm. I don't think you've changed. Yeah. Yeah. No, Isabel, you've always, I mean, there's always the Princess Jessie thing. <laughs> the what? You know, the, how you, like when I was really little. Yeah, when you were really little, it was that, that phase. But I, I did exercise control over, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I felt the need to supply you with, you know, choices that I approve of <laughs> and then let you you know, mm-hmm. express yourself Do within that. within the framework <laughs> that I established for you. So, um, and then it, and and then of course when you you know went to school, she had uniform mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. school, so that um, limited. And I didn't have a social life outside of school. <laughs> yes, you did. No, no. But you had a yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, but you always. Made good choices, I thought. <laughs> no, you always. This I, is so fun. Yeah, it's so interesting because you, you, when I look back and I look, and it's true, you know, I think about what influence, you know, I don't know if you remember like Oilily. Yeah. Right? Lots of colors and patterns put together that you might not mm-hmm. think 
about and you wonder what sort of influence that versus like the gymboree and all the other sort of standard kids wear have mm-hmm. on your you know that your evolving. imprint it yeah. has on your evolving style and what I will say is that I found re, uh, you know since you know like 16 or whatever you've you've added a component of like an elegant component to oh. To what you know, what your mom was throwing in there, <laughs> which you know was some um, really sweet stuff, but not <laughs> maybe not what you find at Intermix or some of the other places mm-hmm. that you and Scoop, you know, where you were going and digging things out on your own. And I would say, no, that's too grown up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, the but, most commonly said sentence exactly. in my household during my years of maturity and maturing where no that's too grown up yes. um, yeah so would you ever like make Isabel like change her outfit only when only in later years I think you know um, yeah. but not that often really like your dad, you got your dad to buy you that dress. <laughs> My prom dress. <laughs> There's this. I guess I can't really. Yeah. Was yeah. <laughs> it uh, like your black? The black, yeah. Dress. Yeah, it's on my Instagram now. You mm-hmm. can see it. And I also that blue, a blue one that I borrowed a couple times. The blue one. Yeah, the blue with the yellow. Oh yeah, yeah, the rag and yeah, yeah. yeah. But I do remember I, you know, we're graduating. I was looking for dresses for this thing that there is apparently happening called Senior Ball, <laughs> and I tried on the dress that I wore to my eighth grade semi formal, and I was kind <laughs> of surprised that I got away with that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I did. I mean, I did. <laughs> I know you did. You exercised. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what. Maybe it was the rhinestone encrusted piece necklace that I had that was about the size of a, you know, my hand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I have another like random. Do you have a follow-up? No, you go. I have another random question. Yeah. Okay. I'd love to know an outfit that you wore at some point in your life that stands out to you as like a time when you felt like. At your most beautiful. Well, um, I I do have a, a dress that I still have that I wore uh, leaving my wedding, like my going mm-hmm. away dress. And I don't know how I scored this dress. Remember, I was young. I was 21, and I was paying for things myself. I didn't have a lot of money. I mean, I just finished college, so I hadn't even started working. But I think it was like a Filene's basement or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this dress is um, bright red with white polka dots. Oh. And it's silky. And it's, um, what do you call it when it's like gathered like ruche or something? Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's sort of like a little low in the front. It's rather short, but it's um, got ruffles, like layers of ruffles. Yeah. Man, I fell in love with that dress. Aww. And then I got these red high heels. And I just couldn't believe myself. It was like the most lovely sophisticated thing I'd bought for myself and um, the funny thing is so we left the wedding you know it was like kind of an old-fashioned way we did things maybe I don't know maybe it's not old-fashioned but anyway we got dressed somewhere in the reception hall place and then we had you know like the people throwing the rice or something and we go running so that's the first time both your dad and 
anyone else visiting would have seen me in that dress. Mm -hmm. So we go running off and jump in the car and off we go. And it turned out that um, my father-in-law felt that it was a little risque. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, awesome. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) I I felt really beautiful and it it really wasn't risque, but it's just that... um, you know, it, it was I mean, the um, color body red. hugging. Yeah. It was red, mm-hmm. um, the high heels, I don't know. Um, but anyway, that was the time that I felt lovely. But, of course, I spent a long time getting ready, mm-hmm. more than mm-hmm. usual. <laughs> How did you find out that he felt that way? Because um, one of Dad's younger sisters wanted to borrow it to go to her high school homecoming. Oh. And I was reluctant to lend at the time because, yeah. to me, it was so meaningful and special, and I just couldn't see it going to a high school homecoming dance. And I bet it felt more like an artifact than, like, a yeah. dress, Yeah, well, too. and I, I was going to save it forever, which I actually did, but um, but I could have lent it. I now see that. Um, but that, but that's hard. He, like, I get that feeling of, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is my moment. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's, like, um, a little odd just because it's, like, it was, like, you wore it on your wedding day, and she, like, wants to wear it. Right, like yeah. It's, like, yeah, a little, it's a little Yeah. Well, I'm glad you think so, because I have felt bad about that um, for years. I I could have lent it. I would have gotten over it. It would still be my going-away dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, that was an instant that I feel. I'm still, I can still wear that dress, and I, I might for some little special occasion. So. You didn't describe the sleeves, and aren't they very puffed? No, that's my wedding dress. Gosh, let's, I mean, <laughs> you know, that says oh, something when my like... most beautiful moment is actually. <laughs> 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 no, unfortunately, when we got married, it was like Laura Ashley style wedding. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, the dress is cool. What's cool about it is it's homemade. It's after a Laura Ashley style or it's after whatever was in fashion at the time. But, um, it, it was homemade, and I myself sewed pearl beads all over it. But it oh is gosh. nevertheless a very youthful dress with big puffy sleeves and a big bow, <laughs> unlike <laughs> the awesome going away dress. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Aww. Aww. I love that. What about you, Mom? Um, I have my Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday dress. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Would you like to describe it? Um... I remember buying it thinking, like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it is, it's a wool, it's etcho, you know, so it's, like, red, but it's got these big multicolored paisleys Mm -hmm. over it, but it's very Mm form-fitting, sleeveless with a little mock and a zipper in the back, and... um, so yeah, that's my. It's called the Merry Christmas Happy Birthday dress because I think it's in the colors of Christmas. I think it's red and green, and so she wore it out to dinner, and we all <laughs> were like, "Oh, it's the Merry Christmas dress." But we started singing Merry Christmas to the tune of Happy Birthday. <laughs> so we were like, "Merry Christmas to you, <laughs> Merry Christmas." So the joke backfired. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When did you first buy it? How old were you? That is a very good question. I've had it, I've had it, I probably bought it maybe like five Mm -hmm. or so. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that's my thinking on it. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those like special occasion dresses that you know hold on to. Yeah. Yeah. Try on it every once in a while. I'll try to lose weight so this is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. with that, did your styles change after you had kids? After like once you became a mother? I went through a phase and I probably never completed the phase of um, <laughs> not wanting to feel like I'm in mom clothing, whatever that is. Okay. I don't know what that is. But I didn't wanna I wanted to keep caring for how I looked, mm-hmm. and um, I've never been very fussy. Like I don't ever blow dry my hair ever. I don't. So so I'm already not fussy. But I I didn't want to give up altogether. And um, I remember one time, um, and it's still nevertheless jeans and a shirt. But um, I remember someone coming over to my house when Emma was like probably five, and now there's or something and I said man I love your mom style and (laughs) it was such a thing for me like okay I did that then because it wasn't um, fancy or uncomfortable I was still doing my work and chasing the kids and whatever but um, I hadn't let myself go Um, and I think I've just always wanted to continue that and now I'm in a different like I'm on the verge of a different phase of life where I definitely sense I'm getting older and there again I want to um, preserve more youthful type um, fashion style um, and not succumb to you know what I kind of perceive as as a older style so so I kind of I don't know why I mean is that weird to fight um whatever you define a motherhood style and whatever you define older style, I'm trying to just like be my own, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my own style and just have it always be interesting and also comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. Um, Yeah. I, I don't want to be like the, you know, 60 year old in the cheerleading outfit (laughs) the other like desperately holding on to you yeah yeah Yeah. still yeah um but I think more than mom I think it's like the divorce Mm -hmm. affects you know style I think that that's um because I put me on airplane mode so um but because, um, uh, but I think before I was doing the same thing where, you know, you're, you, but you're, and you're conscious, I think about and when you're doing pickups or there's book, you know, the book sale, that's definitely a fashion show. I mean, everybody shows up to the, you know, the book sale with their best purse or their mm-hmm. new whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so there is that, you know, mom sort of. Thing undercurrent sort of going on, but um, kind of competitive. Is it? Competitive? It's like a little fashion show. It's like you know you want to you want to present well. That's so funny. I mm-hmm. never. Yeah. So my school. I don't know if your school also did this. My school had an annual book fair, um, where they'd have like bunches of books sold in the gym, and I, I honestly forgot that the parents came. Someone had to sign the check. Yeah. But <laughs> you forgot I was there. That I, hurts, honey. <laughs> 
I didn't say that. Rushing say that. over. I knew you were there. I didn't know all the parents were there. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I mean, it was okay if you came up, in, you know, from your tennis game, you know, when you skirt or whatever, right. but otherwise you were. Right. Do you feel like people perceived your style differently once you became a mother? Like, do you think that there was more, you know... I think that I was more aware of it. You know, I was more aware. Maybe I felt like that, that there was some judgment about it more than maybe there really was because you'd be like, oh, my gosh, all of a sudden, like, I'm, you know, grown up. (laughs) If that happened, you know what I mean? Um, And also, like, there were, you know, things that I wasn't fully prepared for, you know, especially right after you give birth, you know, like not being able to fit into clothes right away that Mm -hmm. I'd fit into before and, you know, things just don't, not going right back to normal. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's true. I was pretty disappointed. I went ahead and put those pregnant Gigi back on. Right. I must not care. I know. (laughs) Just been through all of this. (laughs) Just give me this one thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, Mom, you as you mentioned, you are divorced. Do you mm-hmm. think, for both of you, you're still married. Do you think that your styles have changed in relation to your various relationships? You know, do you think your style changed during, after the divorce, during the divorce, during trial, or now that? Um, I think that I was... I think that there was a period of being more aware of what everyone else was wearing mm-hmm. versus what I was wearing during the divorce process. So, um, you know, thinking more about, right, was I not dressing in an attractive way? Was I just wearing what I was comfortable in? Were my jeans, you know, not the right cut or was I just you know not really plugged in and um, I think that that's probably the aside from when we first moved to North Carolina and I was really aware that I was a really standing out (laughs) (laughs) that was a, a time where I was super plugged in to what my choices were versus what other women were wearing. Mm-hmm. And I don't, in hindsight, like, you know, uh, I think when you're married or things aren't going well, you maybe make choices that you think will make the other person happy versus what will make yourself happy. And so it was sort of transitioning back out of that, you know, um, to sort of find my own find my own way and then there's the whole dating thing which I know you know there's that um, how do I make myself you know do I need to make myself more appealing by wearing more revealing clothing am I not you know what I mean am I not like um, and hopefully at a certain point you just sort of get back to status quo and stop questioning all those things and sort of Mm -hmm. find your own way without Mm. tramping out (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I mean I remember too like um, 
I mean, maybe it's because, like, that's when I fir- first, like, really started thinking about my clothing, like, in high school or whatever, like, when you're, like, recently divorced or, like, near the end of the divorce process. Like, I remember both of us putting, like, a fair amount of thought into, like, what we were wearing. We were both single. <laughs> I, you know, like, and right. I, I wrote about that in my call, in my yeah. common application yes. for college. Yes. Really? I wrote about, mm-hmm. um, how my relationship with my mom, like, changed and strengthened now that, like, we were both kind of re-entering the, like, this world that was foreign to us. Mm-hmm. Um you know, for you for so long or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely like a, yeah, I totally see like what you're talking about mm-hmm. there. Um, but how about for you? So definitely a, a, a different dynamic um, given a different story, but what can happen when you've been married a long time is that you get um, comfortable. And that's also not a great, place to be um, in the sense that you both partners want to go out and be excited to be with the other partner, maybe in particular after you've been together for a long time. It's maybe even more important. Um, And I think that um, when Emma's dad started really traveling a lot for work, and also adding to that, I... um, didn't go back to work in an official capacity once I had the kids. So I was also, from the point of view of a stay-at-home mom, and he's traveling for work, and it kind of dawned on me at some point that it was kind of important that I give a little bit more consideration to what he sees when he comes home. Not that he's a judger, not that he's ever cared or put any pressure, but I may as well because I want that to be great. And I also, from his point of view, so he, so he would travel and he'd um, FaceTime me or whatever from overseas and he'd be looking great to go to work. And then he'd come home and on a, while he's at home, he's comfortable, right? So it's the t-shirts and the not shaving and all this. And at some point, we kind of both came together and said, you know what? <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> and so um, so it's a different story, but it's still really important after all these years to um, dress for one another, um, to feel like you look great, to, to keep that relationship alive. Why not? Right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I... Uh, on that point, I'm, I'm interested what you ladies think about this. There's this <laughs> couple, you know, I don't want to say their names, but okay. um, but you know them, young, super cute, like really cute couple. And he buys her clothes, she buys his clothes. He buys her clothes, she buys his clothes. Because they're dressing for one another. <sighs> do you want to tackle that or do you want me to? Um... Yeah, do you have a way I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like that. Kind of for, like, the same reason that you were talking about your mom making your clothes. Like, you're kind of preventing the other person from, like, expressing themselves and, like, living in clothes that make them feel comfortable. I get, like, wanting to, you know, look good for the other person and also for yourself, but... um, I feel like kind of what you've done, um, like you can do that within, you know, your own style 
um, which the other person should also appreciate if you're together. Fair yeah. That's, those are my two cents. <laughs> I agree. I, I thought it was kind of odd. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's like they're dolls or something. Right. right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Linnea and I just watched an episode of Single Parent, um, a funny show. And um, in this particular episode, the one character, he's a guy, and he has the little baby, if you watch the show, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, he starts dating this woman who belongs to a country club. Mm-hmm. And he's all excited because she's um, like bringing him to the club and giving him some free meals, and he's really um, happy about these free meals. And then she starts telling him about the golf lessons or whatever. But she starts choosing his clothing, and it's like a you know golf shirt. And then ultimately she tells him to cover his tattoos, and then she tells him to actually have those tattoos removed. And that's the point in the show. Meanwhile, the little children, like other people, the other single parents' children are telling him he's crazy, he needs to drop this woman. <laughs> but um, eventually that's where they come to, that he has to be himself. And that that's not going to work if she's deciding yeah. what he wears. And especially it's so against who he is. Yeah. So. With that, you know, that kind of raises... A, a, a semi-complicated question that we talked about on strip, which is like, you know, gifts in general and like buying gifts for your significant others that are clothing, you know, how does that, how is that different from this, from what this couple is doing? Right, well, it's like a suggestion. It's <laughs> 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 so a recommendation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're so explain so you're like suggesting like you say you ah, this is what I think would look nice on you. Right. You can wear it or not wear it. Right. 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 <laughs> it's yeah. a thought. Yeah. <laughs> the editor in chief of Man of Color, whom we love on script, <laughs> um, for one week, I think Isla used this to me, like she like told her husband that he could dress her. But then it turned into, like, a therapy lesson every day. They had to, like, talk about, like, why like why do you want me to go out in the world wearing that? And then, like, why do you think that looks good? And basically what, like, they concluded was that, like, he can't dress her. But, like, they can talk about it and, like, collaborate. And, like, that's kind of fun. But only for the week as, like, mm-hmm. an experiment. And, like, by the end, her last outfit, she was like, I know. Isn't this outfit great? She's like, yeah. I cut him loose. Like, I had no more, and now I'm back to dressing myself. Yeah, and I think with, like, a lot yeah. of the his, the suggestions he made, she ended up, like, scrapping them. Yeah. She just kind of ignored his yeah. input for this. I think in, like, seven days, he had, like, one good idea, and she's yeah. like, I really wouldn't have thought to put, like, the sandal with, like, the bag right. or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I think, like, I, we, I feel like that's our whole, like, ethos on Stripped, which is just all about, like, dressing for yourself, mm-hmm. and then, like, all the other factors, like, fall in line. Mm-hmm. I do think it's really interesting, and I feel like lots of, like, the narratives I, like, read and consume about, like, motherhood have to do with, like, this anxiety about letting yourself go, and, like, then how clothing becomes, like, a tool, and also, like, in kind of a bad way, like, a measurement of that. That's what I was thinking was really interesting when you guys were talking. Mm-hmm. Cause you both like kind of talked about, hinted at that theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any more questions? Do you guys have any other questions? Do you have anything you guys want to talk about? Any burning questions you wanted to ask us? 
How do you think your style has evolved over the years? Mm. Mm-hmm. I think my style has become kind of more like you were saying your style was in the sense that like you were borrowing a lot of grandpa's clothes. I think that I tend to drift more toward, Emma tells me that I have a juxtaposed kind of style in the sense that I can wear something, I tend to wear something very feminine and then something very masculine in the same outfit sometimes. Or like sporty and fancy yeah. or like you or like just, to play yeah, with. Play with these things. Yeah. Um, so I think that I've kind of leaned into that more. I remember like in, I don't know, like middle school, early high school when you'd give me like my allowance and I'd go shopping at this store, I think it was called like 344 Newbury Street. Oh yeah. And they had like all these like neon things, and I think it was directed like toward teenagers yeah. and like twenty year olds, <laughs> yeah. and it was yeah like all neon like kind of form fitting or like sometimes some sheer things. It was just like very aggressively that, um, and I don't think I'm a hunt. I think you know I still have some attraction toward those that kind of um, very like twenty year old young adult style. But I also <laughs> like to, you know, find wear things that I've thrifted or things that were yours that are like a little older. Um, in, <laughs> <laughs> not an age, older, like in the sense of we like, almost like made from it like, <laughs> like from the nineties. <laughs> That's what I mean, like retro, not. I'll show myself the door. God, God, I knew this was a bad idea. Um, yeah. That's how I think my style's changed. I see that in you. From Thanks, the years the years that I've known you. <laughs> Not that many. Emma, what about you? Um, I definitely think I think from like living with you and also with our other roommate Anna, I think I've gotten a little more playful. Um but other than that, I think that I've like as like, you know, I can't just be like, Oh mom, do you wanna go shopping? Um, I've had to be more resourceful. I think, like, that will continue into my, um, adulthood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, and so, like, figuring out more ways of, like, how to, like, reuse things, um, or, like, also I think knowing when I should spend money on something, like, when does it make sense to, like, you know, buy something, like, higher quality or nicer, like, if I'm gonna, you know... Like, learning how to invest, I guess, in my style. But I'm still trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's what I would say. I also mm-hmm. mostly see that. <laughs> in the years we've known me. In the years that I've known you. Well, this is our last episode of season three of <laughs> Strip. Yeah, for the yeah. last episode on campus yeah. as Georgetown students. With the Voice Podcast Network. But we're going to try and take it with us. Yeah. Don't tell. Um, it was so fun having you guys on this last yeah, episode. Thanks for coming. You Thank have you been, for having us. Yeah. You have been an undercurrent in all of our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all the time. Yeah, nice to see you in the flesh <laughs> and hear you in the sonar and <laughs> the sound waves. Good job. Thank you. You're welcome. Congratulations I, to both you ladies. It's really you did amazing. I didn't realize the the scope exactly the significance <laughs> of this particular yeah you know episode so congratulations Aww, yeah thank, thank you. you very impressive 
Do you want to take us out? Shall we, like, let's, like, popcorn it. Okay. Oh, God. All right. Okay, so follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at StripPod. Follow us. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter, at HalftimeGU. Good job. Yeah, um, that's true. Which sometimes we say, sometimes we don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can find us online at www.georgetownvoice.com and on, on iTunes. iTunes. Sorry. At the Voice Podcast Network. For now. <laughs> and thanks to Ben Sound for the music. Yes. <laughs>